Friday to off the cuff. I'm Adam Bates. Thank you for listening to the show. Nelly is here in the studio with me. Nelly, it's been a couple months. How you been? I've been good. It's been it a couple. Ain't been no two months. It's been, I said a couple. A couple's a two. A couple is two. And it's been a long time since you've been in here well, with me. Well, it's because you ain't had time for me. Well, we've done the March Madness series, which took a little bit. But you've been busy. You, you've been busy. Did you have a good Easter? Yes, I had a great Easter. What'd you do? Spent it with my daughter and her family. My little granddaughter and my granddaughter-to-be. Granddaughter-to-be. Yeah, I got a... She's six months pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I won't be long. That's exciting. Nellie, while you were away visiting your family, there was a tragic thing that happened in Cleveland, Ohio. The death of a man, an elderly man, was shot on Facebook Live. You didn't really know what happened while you were in... Well, I had heard that daughter. there was a man that shot somebody for no reason. Mm-hmm. But we'd been I'd been busy with the grandkids and we'd been doing things with the, you know, and things and stuff and I didn't know the whole story until you told me when I got back and it's awful. It is awful. Well, Did they kill him when they found him? Here's what happened. The, or he has been caught. The story was this guy named Stephen or Stephen Stephon, Stephon, Stephen, Steve, Stevens. Steve Stevens was his name. Yeah, that's it. Steve Stevens was his name. A real POS. And Steve Stevens, he, they're saying allegedly, they're saying he's a suspect. Of course he didn't. He made a confession video and everything. But he got into financial trouble at the Jack Casino in Cleveland. He got into uh, financial ruin. He had evictions facing him. His girlfriend just broke up with him, and he was just having all these problems, and he just snapped and went crazy and made a Facebook video that he was, he started the video out in front of his ex-girlfriend's work. She was a social worker. He said, I'm about to kill people in her name around the block, around where she worked. So he just started driving around, and when he was driving on his next video, he said, I've already killed 12 people, about to make it 13 and then that's when you saw the video I just showed you of him killing that elderly 74-year-old man. Just walked up to him and shot him point blank. When I said somebody snaps, Nelly, what does that mean when people say they snap? Literally, there's not something in your brain that snaps, is there? What is it that happens? Because I don't, I don't know. They're just they're crazy. They're crazy to begin with. They've got to be. You have to think, Nelly. This guy... He seemed like a it normal... It must be the trigger to make it the, the work. He seemed like a worse. normal person. He went to work every day. He went to, you know, uh, probably went to the gym, probably... Uh, Number just, one, he was an addict, Adam, if he lost money. Gambling, yes. Yes, gambling. Yeah. That right there is an addiction. That's an illness. It makes you think. So it makes you wonder what else is big going on that's all of a sudden just something's... It's It happens all the time that people just... That here's something creepy. I think I've played in the casino with him. Oh, I really do. I think he looks so familiar to me. Well, that is a face you would not forget. I swear, I think I've seen it. I think I was looking in the eyes of the murderer, face to face in Cincinnati at the Jack Casino in Cincinnati. He he was a big gambler, and if I remember correctly, this gentleman was gambling a lot when I met him in the casino. Uh-huh. Crazy person. And it just see that's right there just shows some kind of problem. Yes, thinking back about it, it just really just it's it's eerie. 
it's eerie to think about that that could have been Steve Stevens. Right. So that is just that just freaks me out. Right. But uh, so apparently, you know, this old man, he just got back That's from, like, from visiting his family. It makes me want to cry. Have an Easter dinner. And the last thing he said to him was, I'll see y'all next time. Left home and got shot on his way home. Oh. 15 minutes away from home. 15 minutes. And that little and he scared him too. I mean, he saw it right before he shot him. He saw it. He saw the gun because he said, please, man, don't. He held that little bag. And you know what that bag probably had in it? Oh, it was pop cans. Pop- it was pop cans, Nellie. He was picking up pop cans on his way home from eating dinner with his family on Easter. Well, I, yeah, I thought maybe that little bag might have had leftovers they'd sent home with the oh. little feller. I mean, he was so pitiful. My goodness, it could have been. You could tell he was dressed up a little bit, too. You know, God should have struck him dead right there. I tell man. you what, when that man... So anyway, he left, and he got... That man, Steve Stevens, made it, you know, he fled the country, or he fled He fled the state of Cleveland, and all of a sudden he became you a... the most, state of Ohio. The, the state of Ohio. <laughs> sorry, the city of Cleveland, the state of Ohio, he left. He became wanted in four states. Pretty soon, he became wanted in all 50. He became one of America's the, most wanted. He probably was the most wanted. And then he became the most wanted man in America. America's most wanted. And he made it into Pennsylvania, Erie, Pennsylvania, and a police car, a witness said that a police car recognized his car. It was a Ford Fusion. Uh, I guess plates and everything. And the cop just rammed him. The cop ran him. Stopped him. You know, stopped the car. Yes. You know, ran the cop. Oh, just ran. Yes. Yeah, the cop just like, cop. boom, yeah. And all of a sudden, I guess the guy, Steve Stevens, knew he was caught, so he took a gun and blew his brains out. He was just nothing but a coward. Just a coward. Take the life of that little man. I bet he didn't film that. I bet he didn't either. But I tell you what, I wonder how it felt to open his eyes and see the devil. Because that's who he saw. That's who he saw. Mm -hmm. To kill an innocent man. So they interviewed the man's family afterwards and they said they couldn't believe it was real they just to talk to him 15 minutes ago and they just couldn't believe it was real you know i don't know if it was his um i don't know if it was his uh, daughter if it was his sister but she was just holding her chest saying i can't breathe uh-huh. i can't breathe i can't do this i can't breathe i can't believe it and it was her dad and the boy i i don't know and the boy and the and it might have been his son said he was seriously, and he's not just saying this for the cameras, the nicest man you'd ever meet. You could see that in his little face. You could see it in it. I mean, he was just being trying to be kind. Probably thought that he was going to ask for directions. Or something, or if he knew, or knew somebody or something. He, there's no telling, but that little man would have never hurt a soul. Well, here's what I say. If I was walking down the street and somebody jumped out of their car and walking towards me real fast, first thing I'm going to think of is this person is about to rob me. White or black, this ain't a racial issue. Right. I'm sick of that. Right. Right or white or black, I don't care who, what color you are. If a man jumps out of his car and walks towards me real fast, I'm about to get robbed. So, I think he might have knew something was something was wrong because the way that guy was just walking up to him, like, "Hey, man." Right. And then he, but maybe he didn't. Maybe yeah. he thought it was I think it's And plus, you've got to give his age. He probably never thought a thing 
thought he was going to help this man or something. Probably. You know, until he saw him pull that gun. And you saw when he, well, I could tell the little man, the older man looked down. By the time he said, oh, God, and held the bag up. What he said? Uh, what was that girl's name? He told her to, he told Joy her, something. Joy Lane. Yes. He told him to say. He walked up to him and he said, said "Hey, say Joy Lane. Lane." He said, "Joy Lane," and he said it in a confused Joy Lane. And then that's when he saw the gun. He said, "She's the reason why this is about to happen to you." And he's and then he held that back up and said, "Man, I don't know no Joy Lane." I think he thought, "Man, he's about to hurt me over this girl. He thinks I did something to this woman." He was like, "I don't know no Joy Lane." And then all of a sudden, pop. Right. I just, that's just heartbreaking. He probably was like, what is going on? I, I can't believe it. This is how it ends. Well, hopefully he died instantly. I'm sure he did. Because I think he shot him in the head. Shot him in the head. And that, you know, I just feel like God's arms was wrapped around him so he wouldn't maybe be afraid. It's a tragic, tragic. Take him to heaven. I mean, it's just tragic way to die it makes you really really think about the type of person that would do that i think they're demon possessed and when 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 i say snap that person snapped what snaps what their brain something in their brain is it just stress is it just stress to a point where you can't take it there's all kinds of mental health diseases out there, Adam. That's something you need to really research. So you think he was? Know. You think he was something was wrong with it? I want to be mad I if mean, he gets so insanity. Not, I'm going I, to be mad. Well, sometimes I think that it's just plain. Obviously, he's evil. dead, and he they can't rule him insanity because he's dead. I'm just saying, if they try to say this man was insane, that's going to make me mad because I think it was just cold, old fashioned cold. That's what murder. I'm saying. Some people are, there are just evil people, right? And I agree with you. It's the devil. Yeah, it's just they let evil him people. take over. Situation and very sad. So also, Nelly, another crazy thing happened, and I know you know about this. Doctor Chow and United Airlines. Oh my God! This man, poor guy, was asked to leave his seat from United Airlines and was forced forcibly removed from the plane when he refused to give up his seat because the flight was apparently overbooked. Now, you can overbook a flight. It happens. And they have the right to tell you to get off. But nobody should be treated the way Dr. Child was treated. You shouldn't. And if they, if he didn't want to get off, then they should request it. Ask the next person. You know, Common sense tells you. To, if he's giving you. Stand up and say, finally say, you know, somebody's got to get off. Until somebody gets off, we're not leaving the airport. If he is giving you that much trouble. Doesn't common sense tell you, okay, I've tried this guy. He is not worth it. He's let not me, Let me move to somebody else and see if I can convince them. But big shot, big masculine cop there, big shot, tough guy. Three wanted to them. prove his point and got United Airlines into a whole big mess. Guess what that airline is going to be called next? Chow Airlines. Yeah, Dr. Chow Airlines is going to own it. He's going to be able to walk into a boardroom. I hope he's going to be okay. And have United Airlines give him a blank check, and he's going to get to fill it in with whatever he wants. And see, Dr. Chow, he don't need the money. He's a rich man. He won $250,000 at the casino and playing in the World Series of Poker. He's a doctor, and I don't think he's hurting for money. I just think he wants justice the way he was treated. Well, I think, well, he's not even probably aware enough really to say what he wants to do. I think it's his family saying, 
it's probably going to happen because of the lawyer said, um, he said, we th uh, he said, uh, I'm sure Mr. Or I feel like Mr. Chow's going to want to file a lawsuit. Well, well, you know what? I, I'll be saying, duh. Dr. Chow was treated terribly. He was, did you he, see the video? Yes. Okay. And did they you, knocked that man's teeth out. The scream. The scream oh, of it. him screaming is haunting. Hearing that guy, it it, it makes me cringe hearing I mean, him scream. Crazy. I mean, they beat that man. They really did. Well, they pulled him up out of his seat. He fell on the armrest, knocked two front teeth out, caused a concussion, and he has to have reconstructive surgery on his face right. because he has some damage. Right, and he had other injuries as well. The way they drug him and pulled him. And then they him. drug him, and then he ran back delirious. How old was Dr. Chow? Do you know? Why can't I say it? Deliriously. Yes. And I don't know how old he was. De delirious. Whatever. He walked on. He was delirious. He was delirious. He was scatterbrained. And walked on back on the plane and was like, just kill me. Just yes. kill me. Yes. Just kill me. Just kill me. <laughs> well, you know, he just, he had a concussion. He was speaking out of his mind. Or right. He, he didn't know what he was doing. And, and, and. Um, I mean, that was just scary. That was just, I mean, that could have been you, me, anyone. Well, I mean, first off, it could definitely could have been me, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm not moving either. For what they were offering, that little voucher there of a free plane ticket, no. Now, at minimum, they're supposed, they give you $10,000. Did you know that? Oh. If you are I asked to remove the plane, yeah. I'll volunteer. That's like winning the lottery ticket. But I think that that company is going to go bankrupt. I don't think that company is – I think the company – It's not what it used to be. It's going to have some problems getting back to uh, being successful again. There's too many competition. Well, there's already been Pe there's too passengers much competition. that used it all the time that said they'd never use it again. Right. That was not – it was – it was not only the physical abuse, it was the humiliation. Yeah. It, it was just, what were those guys thinking? That they could do somebody it, it, like it that? It got to a point to where they didn't want to get embarrassed. They already committed to get him up out of, out of that seat, and they wasn't going to stop until he was out. They finally got him up, and things just escalated. But the way they drug him, and, they, and his head hit that arm seat and he was bloodied and then they drug him people on the plane were not happy with it they were f infuriated at those police officers yelling at him you know oh i, I know you watch the video, do you blame you him? can hear that woman going oh my gosh look what you did to him if and I, i'm surprised somebody didn't get up and try to stop them i'm surprised too but um i guess you know I'm they don't want to challenge the cops i'm telling you that uh to me, I mean, there should be a better system of that, of asking someone to leave a plane. If you were the last customer, guarantee that it's going to be you that 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 got the ticket. That would be a smart thing. That makes sense now. The last logic, person simple logic that bought a ticket, a ticket for that flight is the one that's got to get off. That gets bumped. Absolutely. I mean, Not that's unless great. it was a matter of somebody with a family, family was with Ill, kids, and Ill, you're right. You're right. Certain situations, you're right. It's a good way. Start from there. Yeah. Start from there. Right. And that might be what they do. We don't know. Doctor Chow might have been the last guy. Who knows? And I, but, I wondered how old he was because I think the people that are elderly should never. Common sense tells you that if he's giving you that much problems, it ain't worth it. It's going to be, 
way worse than what it needs to be, move on to somebody else. And I think that those cops, I think they were young little punks. They weren't that, that young. Well, they were punks. They knew that they committed to this, getting him off that plane, and they weren't going to be embarrassed. They wanted to show off. And they were like, we're getting this man off this plane. We're the, uh. you know, we're security. Ooh. And they would wear cop jackets. And they're not even cops. They're just airport security. Airport security, and they would wear cop jackets. Well, guess what? I bet they, none of them's airport security now. <laughs> I guarantee all of them's been fired. I guarantee it, too. But you know what? That's That's just... That's your poor business. I mean, at the end of the day... As long as United has been in business and they don't have a better way of doing those things than the, what at, they do, at the end oh of the, my God. At the end of the day, they need to change their policies. They need to... I mean, it just got way out of line. But you got to stop way and think, too... That I don't think that United would ever gave the permission for somebody to have been treated like that. Surely to God. No, it was just the individual. It was a one-time thing. It was the individuals. But, yes, I think they should be the ones being sued, too. Yeah. It just reflects the whole company. Good or bad, when something happens under your company, it's going to reflect your company. Right. And I these, understand that. And these four people, these security guards, three or four, however many there was, are the ones to blame but the whole company is going to get the blame for it. Oh, yeah. But, you know, then I think about all the hundreds or probably thousands of employees they have, and those people have to suffer for what this e- these idiots did. Right, yeah. And, I mean, that's sad. Yeah. Because they all well, probably I mean, have families. There's a lot of things, yeah, everything. I either. mean, it's just a mess. It, it just trickles. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of crazy things happening. And, but you know, and you know, I mean, this was literally something that should this man should get whatever he wants after what happened to him. Yeah, he needs a nice little payout for it. But you know, there's so much in our country and in our systems of everything that need to be changed. How much should he get? In oh, your I have no amount to say for bodily harm like that. What do you think? You give him a number. All that I have done. I want to say ten million. You're crazy. I think 10 million's solid. Try a couple hundred million. No, 10 million's good. Oh, no way. No, he'll be good with 10 million. 10 million dollars, he'll be good. No, no. 100 million, we're, a little, we're pushing it. No. There's, no. there's no permanent damage. There's no burns. There's no... Uh, there's all that know, reconstruction, all the scarring, oh, all the... What if he can't heal. be a doctor again or something? 10 million dollars. You don't know yet. Ten million dollars, no, you gonna be okay. You gonna be okay. You gonna and you gonna be okay. But did you know that ninety? You know they had to pay him for the time he's off work. Too. Did you know that ninety five percent of airline companies settle outside of court? I found that stat what? and percentage to be very interesting because that means that really you could sue an airline and they're not going to take you to court for it. If you have any little legitimate case, you could probably get a little bit of money out of one. Adam, I'm gonna tell you something. It happens every day, not with airlines, just airlines. It happened, Those lawsuits happen every day that they settle out of court because they don't want these well, big absolutely. companies Absolutely, I'm sure. Stuff. But I'm saying that 95% of the time airlines do. So, Dr. Chow, they're definitely not taking this guy to court. 
you know, you got to think about the time loss for work, for all of his surgeries and all that. There's a lot of money there, Adam. It's a lot going, more than what you're thinking. I think he'll get a big settlement. I mean, I don't think a hundred and some million. I mean, that would be. We'll see. Oof. Let's 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 see who's best on that, people. I think that he could get more than ten million dollars. I'm saying that's what I think he deserves. Ten million dollars? Come on now, that's a lot of money. I bet if it was you, you wouldn't think that. I would be happy with ten million. I would. I'd be happy with it. Trust me. I wake up every day a happy man with ten mil. No. I would. No, if you got to talk about the stress and all, I mean, I don't agree with a lot of things people sue for. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's you know I I you stuck my toe when I chipped my toenail and I'm suing your ass. That's the way the country's gotten anymore. But this is legit. Well, I mean, there's some things that are legit. You know, somebody takes somebody's life. That's something else I don't understand. Somebody could kill somebody and they get eight years. Right. I don't understand it either. You know, and somebody can sell sell dope or something. And have to maybe send a life sentence, which they should do. Yeah. Because they took many lives. But when somebody kills somebody and they don't give you no more than seven, eight years, that's ridiculous. Well, Nellie, let's switch gears here because that's some crazy stuff happening around the world. It's just you could go on and on and on. And we'll talk about some happier things. You know, you had a good Easter weekend. I had a pretty good Easter weekend. And it started... With the UK football spring game, me and Chad went, my buddy Chad, went to the spring game. Uh, the UK football team looks good. Basketball season's over. I watched the John Calipari 30 for 30. Have you seen it? No, I haven't watched it. I have it recorded. Did you record it? No, I haven't recorded You'll it. You'll have to come up and watch I it. I forgot the night that it was on. You'll have to come up and watch it. John Calipari is, uh, if you want to really look deep into what a college basketball coach should be, it's John Calipari. Amen. I've said that for years. He is everything that a college basketball program wants. He's a good ambassador for the state, for the community, for your university. He is the president of the university. He is the coach of the university. He is the mayor of Lexington. He is the governor of Kentucky. When you have that, when you have John Calipari's swagger and his personality, personality and his energy, you are just you're it. You are the man in Kentucky. And that thirty for thirty really shows and showcases Calipari and who he is. And he really is a coach that cares about his players. And that's the bottom line, who he is to the core. He's a coach that cares about his players. He puts them first. He doesn't put himself first. He puts his players first. He wants to take them from poor, impoverished. It does. Well, Nelly, I want to thank you for being here on the show. It's always a pleasure having you. Always enjoy it. Oh, Adam, I got one more thing to say. Go ahead. I haven't got to tell the audience that I'm going to be a Nana again. No, I told, we told everybody oh, on the last episode. Them? No, we all did. We said that you were... Oh, well, I'm so excited I can't do it. We said it a long time we ago. We only got three more months. Three more months and we'll be a... Grandma. Again. Grandma. Yes. Granny. No, I'm We'll Nana. see you later, everybody. Nana. Nana.